Well, hey, party people. Welcome to Bob's Fishbowl. I'm Bob Van Dyne. Over there, my extra-dimensional buddy, Fish B. We'll get to Fish B in just a moment. We'll get to Paleta Bola de Fuego, the hottest finale in the history of show business, the conclusion of this show. But first, you want to hear about how I almost died last night? I almost died, kind of, maybe, in my imagination. But it's worth the story. Let's just go with it, right? So... I go, I'm here at the house after the show, and I have this side writing project that I'm working on. And I ran, and, and things were going fine, but I, I decided that I needed a little change of scenery, a little writer's block. So I grab my notebook, I grab my headphones, I grab my pen, and I go down to a local watering hole to go, get my, go, to go meet my good friend Doug. It'd be funny if I went to eat him, but I went to meet him, my good friend Doug. So I go down there, and, and I meet my good friend, Doug, and, and he just got off work. And, and, and at his work, you wear, you wear like, a, if you're a male, I believe, you wear like a black pant. And then he's a server, so he's wearing like, like a, a nice like, uh, like black like a dress shirt, button down, to go with that. And then he's, he's wearing black shoes. And then because he's off work, he's not at the bar where he's working. He's off work, he's wearing like just a, just a black hoodie on top of that. He looks fine. He looks normal. I'm basically wearing my pajamas, but unfortunately for Doug, uh, I go out in my pajamas because it, this is where we live. This is this is a no judge situation. You can you can you can spend the whole day hunting and go straight to roll in dirty as shit at the bar, and no one will care. This is this is this is that type of place. So I get in my pajamas, but unfortunately my pajamas are like shoes that are black and gray, but much more black. Black socks, basically black cargo sweatpants, uh, a black shirt, a black jacket, and then a black Mariner's hat. Uh, it, my entire body, my entire motif has about one, per I am very monochromatic. I have about 1% of white accent on. I, th I think there's there's a little bit of, of white piping and maybe a uh, there's some white on my baseball cap and like like some whites on my uh, on my jacket like the zipper and the, the pockets and things like that some some accents again the piping the zippers the flare so I looked at Doug and he looks at me and we realize like uh, uh, I, 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 oh my, I turn to Doug and I say dude we're two ski masks away from being Antifa. And, and, that, and that was true, or, or if you prefer balaclavas. But dressed in black, the way we were, we kind of looked like Antifa. Not that either of us are members of Antifa. I'm not sure Antifa would have us. But as I say that, and, and keep in mind, we are dangerously close to North Idaho, a place that's had a love affair with the Aryan nations and white supremacy going back 40, 50 years now. That shit has been going on for a while. And I see this dude just looking at us, and he's close enough that he can hear the conversation. Like he heard the word Antifa. And this is just some 50-year-old white guy by himself, never seen him before. And he's just, he's just maybe he had been drinking too much. Maybe something else was on his mind and was bothering him. But this guy was just looking at us with a real sourpuss look. 
and he, I was looking at him like, that guy has a look. He just looks, and I don't, I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but he looks like the kind of guy you don't want to trust. Can't explain exactly what that is. It wasn't anything overly like out of the ordinary. He, he just had that look of a guy you don't want to put all your faith in. And then as, uh, as, as I realized this was going on, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this is crazy. Like, why are we getting, like, the evil eye for this guy? I'm like, well, probably because he heard the Antifa comment. And then, <laughs> and then it, I just happened to remember what shirt I was wearing. And, uh, oh, I was wearing a good one. I was wearing a good T-shirt. Also, also black with some white letters on it, and I'm still wearing it, and if I put my head down, I can read it aloud. But first, let me tell you, if you were, if you were shopping for this shirt at the mall, uh, you would probably have to go to the store in the mall that sells, like, the Black Power, like, Black Panther-type shit. Like, like, Antifa uniform portion of Sears, maybe, like, might have, like, this shirt. Because it, here's what this shirt reads, right? Dream like Martin, that's fine. Lead like Harriet. Fight like Malcolm, as in Malcolm X. Think like Garvey, as in Marcus Garvey. Build like Madam CJ. Uh, uh, speak like Frederick. Educate like W.E.B. Believe like Thurgood. Challenge like Rosa. So I take this off, and I'm like, fuck it. If I didn't you know, lose my life doing something, one of the crazy things, I've, whether it's Tijuana or anywhere else I've been. I'm not losing it sitting here in Spokane Valley or Spokangeles. But, so, but this guy start, starts reading my shirt aloud. Why? I, it was just too hot to just sit there and drink with my... Yes, it was too hot just to sit there and drink with my coat on. I wasn't, I wasn't being a provocateur. I wasn't bringing this on myself. No, I wasn't fish B. I was, I was hot. I had, I had, I, fair enough, fair enough. But in my world, in that moment, I had, I had to take off my jacket. And oh, by the way, did, did I mention earlier that I took some edibles and they were just now starting to kick in? They, they were just, not now, like right now, I meant like last night, like as, as this whole thing was going on, making it even more weird. So this guy reads my shirt and he's clearly a Offended. So is this guy about to put out an all points bulletin to his, his local other like Confederate flag waivers? Is, is this going down? Is this happening? And then he starts talking crazy shit about how he likes my shirt, but he likes his guns even more. And if I knew guns better, he starts listing off uh, different different firearms he proudly owns, which which I think is a, a nice, normal, calm conversation to have with strangers. And I understand this may be on me. Yeah, this is I probably I I could have I should have I should have because if he was thinking Antifa, because if you watch Fox News and a lot of people around here do, you think Fox, you think Antifa has like 10 million members there in every city, they're everywhere, they're coming, to, they're taking over it. Meanwhile, Antifa has like seven people in it. 
I don't think there's an active Antifa chapter here in Spokangelis. And again, if there was, I wouldn't join it. I don't, I don't think. Are they pro-violence? I'm, I'm a pacifist. So, so, so no, I'm not joining Antifa. But I decided that, uh, and, and wisely, that I was going to leave my wheels there and that me and my good friend, we, we better be wheels up. We better get wheels up really quick. Let's just, let's just slink on out of here. And well, we didn't slink it. We, I mean, we stayed for like another, but we, we decided it was just like I recommend in Tijuana. We used the buddy system, which... Yeah, I, th I think that's wise. So any anyway, for a minute there, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. All right, this is, uh, this is weird. Why is that person telling me about the guns he owns? Is it because of my shirt? <laughs> References Malcolm X, amongst others. Okay, all right. Let's go to the fishbowl, shall we? Oh, oh, oh. Actually, one more thing before we go. Because that may sound like, you know... I'm not doing my job as an unofficial member of the Spokangelist Tourism Board. Uh, how about this, boys and girls? How about this? I don't know what your city has going on this Easter weekend, but here in Spokangelist, let the good times roll because the artist formerly known as John Cougar Mellencamp, now just John Mellencamp, he's going to be here. Yes, yes. This, this weekend, the John Mellencamp. That's what's going down. Just to, so I don't, I don't want you to think that any bar you go to, if you wear black, you're going to get hassled with. This has never happened before. And you don't look stupid like I do, and you don't own this shirt, so you'll be fine. And if you come, you can see John Mellencamp. Question one. Don't you feel bad for George Zimmerman because he got kicked off of Tinder and Bumble. Ah, uh, yes, George Zimmerman. I guess this story, maybe the universe is aligning that this question came up first. Because George Zimmerman, he's, if you know that name but don't know why, George Zimmerman is the dude that shot Trayvon Martin. And this case burns me to my core because this was going on right when I moved to Florida in 2013, was right when the George Zimmerman trial was going on, and George Zimmerman got acquitted, proving that it's legal to shoot black teenagers if you can convince a judge and a jury that you were scared somehow. If you're somehow just magically scared, then it's legal to shoot an unarmed black teen. Stand your ground law. But do I, do I feel bad for George Zimmerman because he got kicked off Tinder and Bumble? Uh, uh, no, he was, he was going by the name Carter, for one, Carter. It's that Carter said, this is true, he was looking for, quote, carefree fun. He said he was a self-employed consultant. He said he loves the outdoors. I'm not making this shit up. He said he loves the outdoors. And he loves fishing. And let me, let, me, let me know which outdoor activity is missing. Says he loves the outdoors. Loves fishing. He loves camping. And he loves hiking. Carter, looking for carefree fun, self-employed consultant, loves the outdoors, fishing, camping, hiking. But he left off. 
He left off hunting. Go figure. George Zimmerman left off hunting because hunting is clearly a passion of his. The way he hunted down Trayvon Martin. George Zimmerman, this guy is such an asshole. And I know I've told this before, but George Zimmerman is such an asshole. Not far from the bus stop where my kids went in Naples, Florida, there was a, a VFW. And that VFW, there, there was a commercial on the radio that I'm listening to with my kids in the car down the street from their bus stop, down the street from my house. There's going to be a gun show that weekend. There's a commercial for the gun show on the radio. And in the commercial, they're advertising that George fucking Zimmerman is going to be there signing autographs. The murderer of Trayvon Martin at a fucking gun show in Florida by my house signing autographs. Then remember a couple years ago, he tried to sell the gun he shot Trayvon with on fucking eBay? No, I don't feel sorry for George Zimmerman. Or Carter, if you prefer. Next question. Where's the best place you've ever hidden Easter eggs? Where's the... Yeah, I got it, Fishby. I, yeah, we, we got to the question. Thank you, sir. Uh, wh where's the, the best place? Oh, I've done a lot of Easter egg hiding through the years. Uh, this was by far and away the best one, though. You'll have to forgive me for telling a work story here, but uh, 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 this radio station, I was working at it at, at Seattle at the time. We were uh, we were having like this 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 big uh, concert event on uh, on a Saturday the Saturday before an Easter and upcoming in a few weeks there was there was there was a very popular concert I, f I forget who was coming to town but uh, I had tickets to give away to that show and uh, uh, the different uh, you know on air professionals we were taking turns being on air. Uh, broadcasting live from the uh, from the beer garden of this concert we were at, and so I was at the beer garden. I had these tickets to give away. I was feeling pretty festive myself, and I noticed one of my coworkers, also on air, kind of sitting off in the corner, about to pass out, minding his own business, has no idea this is coming, can't hear me. I have these two girls in front of me. And I'm on the radio now, and I'm telling them they can have these concert tickets. Here's how you get them. Because Easter is tomorrow. I've hidden two Easter eggs in my friend Bill's pants. On your marks, get set, go. And of course, there's no Easter eggs in his pants, and he's passed out, and next thing he knows, he's got two very over-aggressive females just all, yes, yes, I know, I know, and don't worry, I made it right, I gave them, I gave them both a pair of tickets, and, uh, and I just laughed hysterically at my friend, but that's the best place that I've ever hidden Easter eggs. Do you agree with Jim Messina, Obama's old campaign manager? Do you agree with Jim Messina that Trump would beat Bernie in 2020? I mean, that's pure speculation at this point. 
Is Jim Messina saying for that because he knows he has no chance of working for Bernie and if another candidate like Kamala, like he has a chance for working for her campaign? I don't, um, eh, I think that's, imp- that's just such pure speculation. I guess speculation is one of the things we do on these shows. I think Bernie, would represent just such a a reverse shock to the system that I think he would have a tough time against Trump. But I think just about every Democrat is going to have a tough time against Trump. This nation is split in half. Any Democrat's going to have a tough time. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Gee, yeah, we, we just heard you. We get it. We get it. We get it, Fish B. Are we going to the Arby's Methodist Church on Sunday? Like like you and I, to, together? Are we going to the Arby's? I mean, I, if you're going to put a church, I appreciate one near an Arby's. I haven't been in so long, Fishby. I don't want to, I don't mind being the dude that just goes on Christmas or Christmas Eve. That's fine. I don't want to be the dude that just goes on Easter, though. So I think, I think we're going to... In, unless in, in, unless our 93-year-old great-grandmother can, or grandmother, can uh, invite a special, maybe then we'll go. And if they're going to do communion with chicken cordon blues or something with the roast beef, that, then for sure. If it, was, if it wasn't an Arby's Methodist church, if it was like a Popeye's chicken Methodist church, I would, I would, I would be there for sure. I, w- I wouldn't miss that shit. I, would, I wouldn't miss it. Or even, or even if it was next to a Chili's, make fun if you want. But I like, I love like you know on the app menu at the, those Southwest egg rolls. Yeah, I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man. Those Southwest egg rolls get me. I'll have two orders of those for an entree. If we go to a Chili's Methodist Church, that'd be awesome. Dear Uncle Bob, are you a social media influencer? Am I? Am, have you seen my presence on social media? It is basically non-existent. However, that said, uh, there are influencers of social media influencers that listen to this show. So the people that influence the influencers are influenced by Bob's fishbowl. That's what Uncle Bob says. What do you make of Jason Momoa's beard shaving? What do I? Yeah, Fishby, got it. What do I? What? Do I, great, great. J, I know, ladies. I'm sorry. I know. I, if it, but don't worry. His his beard can grow back. You like Jason Momoa for more than he's not just he's he's a man, ladies. He's a his eyes are up there. His eyes stop looking at his beard. Uh, but he did it to raise awareness because plastics are bad. That we knew. And then then to quote Jason Momoa, he's Aquaman. There's a change coming, and it's aluminum. Yes, that's right. You heard him correct. There's a change coming, and it's aluminum. We'll see if he's right. You think five, ten years from there'll be no more plastic bottles at the grocer and even the water will be drinking out of aluminum? It'd be better for the ocean. And he's Aquaman. And I, 
for those of you that have been listening forever may remember that I, one of my many duties to the universe, one of them here on earth is that of kindred spirit to the orca. And as kindred spirit to the orca, I also applaud the idea of no plastic. There's a change coming, and it's aluminum. Next. Thanks, Fishby. Are you going to keep it Brockmire this weekend? Am I, am I, am I, I, I love the opportunity to, to keep it Brockmire. It's, it's Easter weekend. I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I, I have, I have a, a, a dear family member that's coming into town for the weekend. That'll be nice. Uh, I have, uh, I have some writing to do the, uh, a little bit of work ahead of me. We'll see how that goes. I've been meaning to watch The Umbrella Academy on Netflix. I wasn't going to watch it. Then someone told me it was good. Now I'm kind of intrigued. And then also, apparently, some of my loser friends, in addition, and maybe they're doing this before they go see John Mellencamp, formerly John Cougar Mellencamp, tomorrow night. Not playing a casino, by the way. Playing, playing like, 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 like the opera house. Not a casino, for those of you that were wondering. But there's a, there's a bar crawl tomorrow, a good old-fashioned bar crawl, where you go and just have one drink per bar, see how many bars you can go, and just go. That starts at noon. That shit starts at noon. So if I go do that, and I start at noon, yeah, yeah, about this time tomorrow, I'll definitely be keeping it Brockmire. Be going full frontal Brockmire. Go on, go on. Is Bran Stark the Night King? Yeah, Fishbee, we got it. Is Bran Stark the Night King? Uh, this is a Game of Thrones question. If you're, uh, if you have no idea, if, if like you're like Death Metal Pat, the Living Legend, and don't watch shows with dragons, uh, is Bran Stark? Is, this is a this is an interesting theory. Is Bran Stark the Night King with no faction? I know it's bountied about the internet, and once something's bountied about the internet means it has a position of absolute zero relevance in the grand scheme of things. You don't get shit for just being bountied around the internet. No, but I have no factual data. Is Bran Stark the Night King? Although that would be an interesting way if, if they could just defeat the, the, the White Walkers by putting dragons, or what the hell is the name of that stone? Is it Dragonstone? What is it they're mining to kill the White Walkers with? Sorry, I'm trying not to lose my voice. Uh, whatever, they just, they, just, they just slam that through Bran's heart. Game over, win. And then either Arya or Sansa will, will go take their rightful place on the, on, the, on the throne, on the Iron Throne, right? Okay. That's, I don't uh, It would make things easier. It would make storytelling a lot. Because Bran Stark doesn't move. He doesn't move. He's... Okay, all right, all right. Last question, as always, belongs to Isaiah, the tiny player, who writes the following. Why does the Easter bunny pass out eggs? Oh, that's a, that's, that's a good question, our eight-year-old producer. That is, that is a real doozy. Why, why does the... Because, you know what? You know, bunny is just, like, it's, it's a word for, like, a small rabbit, but it doesn't really necessarily mean anything. Like a Playboy bunny is more of a real thing than a, than, than a, than a rabbit bunny. Because, you know, like, you might go, well, well, bunnies aren't those baby rabbits. 
And no, baby rabbits are called kittens. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But rabbit has long been associated, and, and bunnies have long been associated with Easter because of their fer- fertility. They give birth, I mean, they, they hump a lot, and they hump really fast, which is fun. And then they give birth to lots and lots of, they have large litters at a time. And bunnies can actually be like, do like multiple pregnancies going at the same time. They can have one big sack of kids. They can be fully pregnant. And then will they, before they've given birth, actually get pregnant again. So it signifies uh, fertility. Fertility in spring. That's why they, it's, it's why they pass out the eggs. It's why they do it. And with that, friends, time for, oh, the grandest finale in the history of showbiz. <clears throat> Trying to hold on to my voice. Just barely, we're just barely going to make it. Hold on. I have a beverage over here, and I'm going to sip it. I'm not sure if that helped, but whatever. Paleta Bola de Fuego. Charlize Theron has confirmed her child is transgender. A seven-year-old named Jackson. Seems like you got a cool mom. Good luck to you, Jackson. Adele and her husband have split. I hope everyone's okay, and if they are, that means Adele's next album is gonna be dynamite. Adele with a broken heart? Ooh, those are gonna be some songs. Robert Kraft's attorneys uh, are alleging that his spa video from the Rub and Tug is already for sale online. If that's true, Oh, it could be a TMZ weekend. 32% of gluten-free foods contain gluten, says some source. Enjoy the full moon tonight. It's the pink moon, if you're listening on Friday. And lastly, scientists have found a comet stuffed inside a meteorite. Put that in your perduckin and fuck it. And by perduckin, I meant turducken, but whatever. Hey, everyone. That was chapter 164 of Bob's Fishbowl. Have, have a great Easter if you're around family. Do your best to enjoy the hell out of them. Uh, in the meantime, you know I love you. Life is short. Be safe this weekend. If you can't be safe, at least be lucky. Back on Monday. Adios, amigos.